On today's episode of Titus and Tate, we are back from vacation, and oh my mm. God, Tate, we have, uh, this might be a five-hour show. We have so much to talk about. Yeah. We can never take vacation again. <laughs> it just can't happen. The world changed so much in 10 days. Yeah. We uh, we left October 19th. Uh, we came back. We honestly, we left on top, and we'll get into all that, but we, yep. we felt great on the way out. We come back. We're shook. We don't know what went down. We don't know why we were left out. We'll get to all the details, but I want to call this a full circle Friday, Mark Titus, because a lot of things are coming back full circle uh-huh. in the world of Titus and Tate, and it, we have a lot of topics to talk about, but the first one and most important one is Sean Miller. Sean Miller, uh, Arizona's <laughs> got their notice of allegations. I, I just want to say I'm shot out of cannon right now. Like I am so excited. <laughs> we 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 said going into our break we were taking that. When we come back from break, it is full steam ahead. We it is college basketball season. Uh, the preseason's over. I don't even think it's preseason. In my mind, it is college basketball. The World yes. Series is over. Yes. Uh, and when the World Series ends, that means college basketball started. It's it's time. So uh, all the uh, it's just a delay of the season, but it's still. The season. The season has started. So I'm shout out to Canada. I'm so excited. We have the Arizona notice of allegations. We have yep. the Disney bubble in Orlando just popped. popped. Absolutely <laughs> popped. Uh, Pat Chambers has resigned from Penn State after the best year mm. he's had at Penn State. And mm. just kind of kind of out of nowhere. Also, there's a reason for it, but like just crazy timing with that. Olivier Sar is eligible. Purdue mm. Pete is drunk. John mm. Rostein's <laughs> tweeting about goat rodeos. The the yeah, and all the while, like the nation does not understand that Billy Gillespie and Rick, Rick Pitino are about to be head coaches in Division One. Yes. Tate, I am so excited. Yes, college basketball is happening. We have so much to talk about. But first, Woody Durham. He takes the timeout. Technical foul. Technical foul. Technical foul. All right, Tate, as I said at the top, we have a ton to get to, uh, so let's just dive right in. Let's start with the biggest story that happened uh, since we've been gone. It is something that, that the college basketball world, frankly, has not stopped talking about. All eyes are locked in on this story. It is dominating the college basketball discourse. Mm. Seth Davis left us off the 40 under 40 list that he put together. <laughs> what the hell? I mean, what the hell, Tate? <laughs> what? <laughs> in, in my own Tom Rinaldi way, I will ask why. I, and, I, uh, I will wait for that answer. And you at least got a text. You got a, you got a text saying, I apologize. <laughs> yeah, but, not but good I've enough, got, Seth. I've got not nothing. good enough. I, I want to say this. You are better at, n- at not burning bridges than I am. So mm. how mad about this should we be? Because uh, my instinct, like I, I, <laughs> I've had it. I just want to make that clear. I, I think I want to put the haters on notice. Mm. I, I have no time for haters this year. There's too much going on in the world. Yep. Haters, my answer to you is no. Not yeah. this year, not now, yeah. not yeah. this year. Yeah. Be gone with you. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm worked up over this, but you you are the more rational, like level-headed, like, now hang on, we don't have to lose our minds yet. Yeah. Uh, should I be worked up? Should I calm down? Well, you know, I live by the rule E-L-E, everybody love everybody. Mm-hmm. And I am waiting for that to be the case in the college <laughs> basketball circles that we walk in because the people, Mark Titus, as Drake has told us, there's a lot of fake love out there. Fake love, we, we, we get a lot of smiles. We get a lot of daps. We get a lot of, you know, good to see you guys. And then we get a lot of, you know, basically just blatant disrespect. And uh, a lot of we're putting, I'm putting Will Wade on the list. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Will Wade. 
Is man, Woodway even? Yeah, like Woodway doesn't. He's not even involved in college basketball. He's not even college basketball. He's like Woodway, like lives in the Will Wade bubble, which just so happens to like overlap a little bit with. He's not college basketball. Yeah. Will Wade's not college basketball. He's basically Ozark. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> his own version of it. And yes, like you said, I, Robbie I, Hubble. Are you kidding me? <laughs> That's the other part. It's like peers of ours, people that we've been on shows with. Uh, uh, yeah. Anyone that's been around us, uh, they are there. Yep. They're on the list. We have been forgotten. And the worst part about it, right, is like we leave October 20th. Uh, you know the podcast game that we're in now, which is basically you make a podcast that's an hour long. They pull a five-second to 10, you know, 30-second clip at most. Mm-hmm. And then they put it on, you know, around the blogs. Bleach Report picks it up. You know, Sports Center picked up our Duncan story, right? They, they pick up that he that's was called true, Jimmy. Yeah. On. We, <laughs> yeah. we see that we get big heads we're on sports center you know we're on Jalen jacoby shout out to jacoby uh yeah. you know what i mean we had this full run highly questionable bomani calls us george mikins of basketball yeah uh, which i don't think it's a compliment but not a compliment take we'll take the shot <laughs> but all that happens right we leave on top and we feel yep. good and this just goes to show that like it's what have you done for me lately that's the world that we live in in this media world we leave and we get forgotten we're off the list and i i, I think we're upset but like we said it's ELE. no but yeah, my my official statement know. is I'm not mad. I'm actually laughing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> oh, God. Who cares? Let's move on. Uh, college <laughs> basketball is starting. As I said, it is officially college basketball. Although, you know, I'm going to walk that back because we still haven't had, Tate, the Jason McIntyre top 50 players list <laughs> that I get so excited. I think I'm the only release guy in America. Release the list. Yeah, release the list, Jason. Uh, I'm, I think I'm the only guy in America who just, like, refreshes Jason McIntyre's Twitter. Just, like, when who's are number you one? Who, Who's your pick for number one this year? Who's your forecast who, who at number one? Who is he going to put number one yeah, on? Yeah, exactly. Uh, your forecast at number one. Oh, boy. Uh, I mean... Luca Garza fits the bill. Like Luca Garza is going to be everyone's number one, but the problem is like, my answer Luka- is Seventh Woods. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say like Matthew Hurt. I feel like Matthew Hurt could be number Joey one. Joey Baker. On. That's another yeah, one. I feel like it's going to be. Well, never forget in 2019, the Zion year, when when, when Jason put out his top 50 preseason list, he had RJ Barrett at one, Cam Reddish at two, Nasir mm. Little at three, and Zion Ooh. Williamson at four. That was his top four. It was all Duke and Carolina. He had three Duke guys in the top four. And in the wrong order. And then he had, on the same list, he had Clayton Custer at 12. Never forget. <laughs> the guy from Loyola. The, guy- <laughs> the final four. The Sister Jean run of the year. Yeah. Run of the century. Because there's only going to be one. He put he put Grant Williams at 47 and Clayton Custer. At- <laughs> Grant Williams was coming off SEC player of the year. Grant Williams also <laughs> on the Boston Celtics right now. Great list. We can't wait. Oh man. Anyway, uh yeah, Jason, release the list, please, for the please, love of God. We need please. it. America needs it. That's what we need in these trying times, is we need your list of top fifty. We need to see where Matthew hurt. Uh, where he's gonna be. <laughs> Speaking of releasing things, Tate, the, mm. the notice of allegations have been released ish. Uh so Arizona receives their notice of allegations. They have committed, according to the NCAA, they have committed nine violations, which is a record for mm. FBI the FBI era of scandals we have found ourselves in of all the programs that are getting hit with stuff, which is like your USC's and your, mm. your uh, Oklahoma States. States and your mm. NC States and your LSU. Arizona has set Creighton. the record. Creighton has Creighton. never acknowledged it, but apparently, yep. allegedly. Louisville, you might remember, fired their coach. Uh, mm. <laughs> <laughs> but a lot, all the schools that are, that are involved in all this, Arizona has nine violations now that, mm. that the NCAA has pointed out. Uh, five of them are level one, which uh, is bad. That's the worst. I don't know how. How does, how does the DEFCON scale work? Isn't like DEFCON 10? Mm. Is it is DEFCON the thing that everyone messes up when they're like, he's operating at like DEFCON 
I'm pretty sure that we talked about this before. We have, and, and we, we have, we, we we like. I figured it out what it was, we, and it's so funny that I'm, I'm blacking out right now. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> well, it's one of those things where it's like it's always what you don't think it is, but then now <laughs> is it like? But it also inverted but back think, where yeah, like because like, I, <laughs> I learned it. I'm like, is it the inverse of what I you know? So the, I, listening to us discuss this, I, I was uh, when I was hanging out with my brother last week, and he's he's betting on all these World Series games. He's like looking at the yeah. World Series lines. He's like, all right, over under six and a half lines. He's like, so what I would do is I. I think it's definitely going to go over and I'm a moron. So I'm going to bet the under. And I was like, well, Ryan, <laughs> if you think that you should bet the under, shouldn't you bet the over? And then he's just caught in this loop of like, <laughs> he's like, but my gut's telling me this, is. but my brain's yeah. telling me this. Like, am I going gut or am I going head today? Yeah. This is the gut. paradox of like, whatever you think it's the opposite. He's yeah. anyway. So uh five level one violations as, as it pertains to violations. These are, mm-hmm. these are the most serious. We have lack of institutional c- control. We have, Failure to monitor. We have Sean Miller. Sean Miller uh, directly implicated. He was directly implicated for like uh, violating head coach control responsibility, something like that. But mm. uh, that's of note because like it, this isn't like a program problem. I mean, it is. It's it, it's uh, athletic department program uh, pr- problem, uh, basketball program problem. But specifically, Sean Miller has is named in this. Like it's not like a, a plausible deniability thing where it's like, uh, yeah, it happened under my watch, <laughs> but that was like someone else. Mm-hmm. Uh, the NCAA is saying Sean Miller. You messed up. We're coming for you. What What else? What am I missing, Tate? You can't spell Arizona without NOA. Mm, mm. That's, that is where we are, and that is why we have to get into Full Circle Friday because sec- September 16th, mm-hmm. 2017, September 26, 2017, I should mm-hmm. say, the FBI, they came out to us, to the world. They showed you and I the playbook, and they mm-hmm. said – this is what is going on. We know your playbook. We are going to release the tapes. The The underbelly of college basketball, basketball will be exposed. We will show you the receipts. And we're the FBI. This is not the NCAA saying we're going to bring the hammer. This is the FBI. This is different. I am an FBI agent. <laughs> that's where we were. That's, that's what we got to. And then I'll fast forward a little bit. March 1st, 2018, mm-hmm. Sean Miller has the Mark Schleybach article mm-hmm. come out saying that he is on wiretap bombshell saying, it was bombshell a bomb. yes it was, it was not a this, blip this is not a blip coach k a bomb <laughs> bomb he immediately said that when it came out shaw miller was toast he was dead to rights but shaw miller gave one shining press conference mm-hmm. and he came out to the world and he said some beautiful truthful things that kept him denied plausible de- deniability was at the forefront of it everything shaw miller he it was, was the most away with it it was the most long-winded way of all time to say the phrase, you dumb bitch, it was Javon Quinterly, not DeAndre <laughs> That's basically what he said. I have never knowingly violated NCAA rules while serving as head coach of this great program. I have never paid a recruit, prospect, or their family to come to Arizona, and I never will. Ooh. That is what he said to the To world. come to Arizona. Yes, yes, yes. To come to Arizona. Specifically to come to Arizona. Christian Dawkins comes out with his documentary, The Scheme. He basically says, if Book Richardson is doing something, Sean Miller is doing something. He even says that he talked to Sean Miller on the phone who said, I am handling DeAndre Ayton myself, son. Mm-hmm. I am making these payments. Mm-hmm. Don't worry. There are no middlemen because it's just me and the Ayton family, who mm-hmm. is a beautiful family that I love. So we get the whole full gambit of the Sean Miller situation. And now full circle, we get back to the starting point. We're going to get the hammer. They finally got their guy, but we're still here. Sean Miller's still the head coach of Arizona. Yeah. The storm <laughs> is. Is. Yes, is 
three years later, all of this talk. I mean, think about all the people that have been implicated with Bill Self and Mark Gottfried, one of our favorite guys on this program, and still nothing because all of this is the greatest charade that we've ever seen, which is point here, we push it over there, we red tape, we keep it pushing, we keep it moving, and everything's okay. Seriously. And uh, Cleveland State is getting the death penalty. Yeah. That is what I'm saying. You're saying the flow chart that the FBI put up, that was a big circle. We should have zoomed in on it and seen what the words actually said, because it probably just said, like, this is what's going to happen the next three it just, years. It just said gotcha. It just said gotcha. Like, we, <laughs> we gotcha. That, that is the prevailing, it has always been the prevailing thought from, like, the general public, the people that kind of check in on college basketball every so often, whatever. Uh, it, it's that this is still going on. Sean Miller is still, a, as uh, we, we made the video for the ringer. I think the line Kevin Clark had in the video is like, why is nobody in prison? That, that video that you, you remember yeah. that was, yeah. that was kind of like the sentiment. Cause that's yeah. a, when, when, when we were making that thing, I was like, Kevin, I need you to come in and say something. He's like, well, I want to say, I want to ask like, why is no one in prison? I, I genuinely do not understand. Like where, <laughs> yeah. The FBI why, why are all the showed me a flow pressing? chart yeah. and said, these yeah. guys are going to jail. Yeah. Yeah. What is going on? Uh, and yeah, it, it, we're, we're full circle. Um, if Arizona hasn't fired Sean Miller yet, what is it going to take is the question for a lot of people. And we don't know. And I think that's the, the craziest part about this. Cause we find ourselves, uh, I, I, we, I guess we should go over before we start talking about like, is Sean Miller's job in jeopardy? Uh, what does this mean for Arizona? All that kind of stuff. Uh, first of all, I feel like Arizona is going to fight this. And the reason I think they're going to fight this is because Arizona has said, we're going to fight this. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Arizona, uh, first of all, they did not release their, the notice of allegations. So word comes down that Arizona got the notice of allegations, which if you pay attention to Dick Vitale's Twitter account, he told you this like five months ago that it was coming. He said, uh, I think, uh, uh, when, when was it? It was like 167 days, 167 ago. days ago. <laughs> he, he tweeted out, it's just, it's quote a matter of time before, yeah. uh, two, two <laughs> schools are hit with violations and he's basically was like, you can figure out which two. And everyone's like, all right, probably Arizona and LSU. Um, that was a long time ago. Dickie V said, this is going to happen. Uh, but we find out Arizona got the notice of allegations. So everyone's like, all right, what are they? And Arizona said, we're not going to tell you we're, mm -hmm. we're, we're playing this close to the vest. Yeah, the athletic like, somehow has it, but it's behind a paywall and no one is willing to pay mm -hmm. the subscription fee to figure out what the details are. So everyone, everyone canceled. I, I heard everyone canceled when they, when they saw the 40 for 40 list, they canceled yes. the 40 under 40. Yes. yes. They said, I, I will boycott my this. subscription. <laughs> what we do know is yeah, the, 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 the notice of allegations, like people have apparently got their hands on them, whatever. But uh, we also know that Arizona's approach to this state, we have a force majeure update. They are mm. force majeure this mm. they have asked to get the uh there's this new thing in the ncaa called the iarp yes it is the independent accountability resolution process um so arizona has is going to take this approach and use the iarp to uh rule on what's going on here which like I, I am so confused. This is the point. This is the flow chart. This is like my brain just like spinning in circles trying to follow everything that's going on. Uh, long story short, Arizona's uh, Arizona hire a lawyer outside counsel. Uh, his name is Paul Kelly. He says that, that what Arizona is looking for is, quote, a neutral and unbiased tribunal to hear the evidence, consider the legal and factual arguments, and issue a decision that is fair and just. And you're, you're saying to yourself, how can the NCAA do this? Like the NCAA can't be fair and just. Uh Certainly, you know, people that have been following this case can't be fair and just because they it, it, it's been a trial by media up to this point mm. for, for three years now. Like we've heard about how Sean Miller belongs in prison from the <laughs> from the mainstream media. And I was, uh, you know, I, I'm analyzing all this state. And I'm thinking, is this a job for us? Like, should you and I 
because we we are we are straight down the middle on this case. This has been the joy of the Sean Miller fiasco. Is that on one hand the Mark Schleybach report is hilarious to us. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, the Sean Miller coming out with the press conference and denied it also mm-hmm. hilarious to us. Mm-hmm. It is all the facade. I feel like we are the only true two this neutral is, this parties. Is, this is a fugazi. <laughs> this is all a game. You were in a simulation. This is all for fun. Lute Olson is not upset about this. Like that. That's the only thing I want to say to the real Arizona fans. Like, don't worry about any of that. You know what I mean? We all know that the Lute Olson era was of a different time and it was a different ilk. And boy, did we love yeah. it. And we love the class of old Lute. You know what I mean? That's a separate conversation. Midnight Lute. You're, yeah, you're we're talking. We don't have to worry about that. Yeah, we don't have to worry about that. Just forget about that. Those were the good old days. Yeah. These are the times now, and Shaw Miller is surviving the times, which I think that 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 has to be a kudos. But the the committee that you are talking about, that is the yeah. objective committee that the NCAA has created, a subcommittee for mm-hmm. them to make crime and punishment decisions. Which you're like, well, isn't that what the NCAA is supposed to be doing anyway? What what <laughs> what what is this? Uh, so they create this, and now they are just pigeonholing all of these cases there. They can basically just let them linger for as long as they want. Yep. Um, I think that it stands for I always rule positively. You know what I mean? That's where they're <laughs> that's, that's where they're sending these cases. They will all be positive rulings. They will all be not as harsh as the Yahoo boys. You know, the Pete Thamels, the Pat Forties, who is not a Yahoo boy anymore at SI, but still. Wait, what? Yes. He's always that. a Yahoo boy. He's still a Yahoo boy. And, and in fact, he he had a nice quote in his piece about this whole thing, which I think is something I have to point out. He was talking to Book Richardson uh, about Raleigh Hawkins and the two grand a month that he was giving him. Um, and he was basically saying that he wished he didn't pay $40,000 to a high school coach. So <laughs> this is what he said. This is the, the quote. And this is why this case is so good for the people at home that don't get it. He said, so again, is this, is this something different each year? It is. So it's not just a state a straight, like it's a hundred thousand or 40,000. You know, it's different for every kid, right? He's saying situational. Yeah. He says it is. Like I said, $40,000 to do that was totally extreme. If I had the chance to do it all over again, I would not do it. I'd try to barter something. This is when it gets, gets good. <laughs> I'd give blood. I'd give semen something. You're like... This is Book Richardson who got charged, who was an assistant coach with Sean Miller, a man that was making these deals for Raleigh Hawkins and DeAndre Ayton, you know, the, the guy that was doing the, the legwork for most of these mm-hmm. things. And he is at the point, he's at his wits end that he is saying, I am a barter guy now. I will literally barter as long as you can't track down the money and get me in trouble. But if it takes my blood, if it takes my semen, it's blood, sweat, tears. Son. Nobody is asking Anything for your to get semen, these five sir. Stars. Anything to get these five stars. Um, I'm not tracking how giving me your blood and semen is going to, uh, let me just, tell, it, 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 it gave me more, it gave me more credence to like Arizona was willing to do whatever it took. And the fact that they did get past the elite eight says a lot about the, the competition, right. In college basketball, it's a tough climb to the top. Uh, that's just this case. It's so insane. It's so insane. God damn it. I love it. It's the best. I mean, it's the best. Just think about it. You have premium programming too. Like we have HBO made a whole documentary about Christian Dawkins where he just told the T like he told the story of how he did all this stuff and talked about, like I said, Sean Miller and his relationship with book Richardson and that whole journey that we've gotten to where we have HBO making a documentary about the truth of college basketball scandals, yet still nothing has happened. What is the IARP going to figure out? Yeah, I, I in a documentary or that Schleybach, you know, hasn't reported or Shaw Miller hasn't accidentally admitted. You know what I mean? Dude, like we we know we have the facts, right? We have the things is, that possibly this is gonna, happen. 
this is going to sound like a joke, but I swear to God, it's not. Uh, in the last <laughs> month or so, I Googled how to like go to law school, basically. Like, I, I genuinely think that like it might serve me well to find a way to go to law school and pass the bar and everything because like that's what you have to like th- that's why jay billis is is such a rock star in college basketball media i mean yeah. everyone thinks it's the jeezy tweets and the 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 sneakers he wears and uh, mm. with the suit and all that shit mm. um no it's because the guy is a lawyer and that's like what it takes to be college basketball media now it's like mm. what like like he's the only guy that can figure that could make sense of what the hell the iarp is and like <laughs> is is it a wing of the ncaa is it not mm-hmm. uh they've currently take we we know this They've currently never done anything. This will be yeah, like exactly. the first thing they've ever done. They've never made a decision yet. Everyone's like, look, I, I definitely trust the IARP. Yeah, what the hell is it? Like, what, why do we need this? Is this just more of a, I don't understand. Is this the, is this the police investigating themselves? And yes, like, yes, exactly. Got going on? Like, I'm, I'm so confused by it all. So the larger point, uh, let, let's get down to, the, to brass tacks here. What does this mean for Sean Miller? Hmm. I think that's the million dollar question. It's been the million dollar question for a few years, ever since the the Schleybach report, certainly. Uh, where, where Sean Miller, I think they were playing at Oregon. Was it? Was that his first mm-hmm. game back? I think uh, it was. I he, think Oregon was, was the first, first game, game back. Back, yeah. He, yeah. he missed one game, and then the first game back, they played at Oregon. Um, but yeah, he he briefly was was suspended, I guess you could say, by Arizona. So you're like, oh shoot, is he going to lose his job? And then fast forward a couple of years, the answer is no. What is it going to take for Sean for Sean Miller to lose his job? And I to to answer that question, I have one word, Tate. It's losing. That's mm. it. I still mm. think that. I think Arizona is going to fight this. I think uh, not to not to keep scratching the same scab that you've tried to heal over for a few years. But I think North Carolina provided the playbook. <laughs> I think North Carolina, in all seriousness, like North Carolina's approach to the whole academic thing from a basketball standpoint was you can't prove it or like, like we're not cooperating. You're, mm-hmm. you're full of shit. Like we did not gain an advantage. We did not steer guys to these fake classes or whatever. Like that Dare was, I say innocent until proven guilty. Right. Right. Dare I Again, say, but, but I, I don't, I don't, we don't need to retry the North Carolina case. I'm just saying that was their approach. Like, yeah. I think a lot of the of mistake, a lot of programs yeah. have made is like, Oh, you're attacking us. Let us help. Let, let us, sh- since we're good guys, we're going to help you NCAA. And then you'll be, and, that, and that's what Carolina did the first time with the football yes. program. Yes. And everything went to hell in a handbasket. So, so when Carolina's like, now hang on a second, we're not helping you for shit. Yeah. Uh, we're hiring our outside legal yes. counsel and when we're they doing did our that, own report. Yes. Then the decision comes down that like basically nothing happens to the basketball program. Everyone looked at that and was like, there it is. I'll be goddamn. <laughs> like, I'm not helping. I'm not cooperating. The Wainstein report. Yep. Uh, so that is exactly what I anticipate Arizona is going to do. As you said, the IARP is going to get drawn out. Like the NCAA is going to do an internal investigation into the IARP. They're going to decide that like we need to we need another wing of the IARP. Mm-hmm. The special unit of the IARP is going to see this case. The Supreme Court of the IARP. <laughs> this is going to drag on forever because that's where we found ourselves. Is that that's the FBI flowchart, just the never-ending cycle. Yeah. And I don't think Sean Miller like. Until the dust settles, Sean Miller is fine, quote unquote, and the dust is never going to settle, which is why I think ultimately the only way he's going down is if, if Arizona just decides you're not winning enough. That's really yeah. it. That, that's where we found ourselves in college basketball. And I think the big winner here or the guy who is as more time passes, you're, you're more and more sympathetic to, which I can't believe I'm saying this, uh, Rick Pitino. Yes. Yes. Rick Pitino is like, like he's out of his mind. He was the scapegoat. He's a it's, slime ball. We all know a goat. Yeah. But at the same time, if you're you, like some small party has to look at the scene of college basketball and be like, Rick Pitino is the only like big name coach fired still. 
Mm. We're here three years later. Rick Pitino, who, as far as I know, was like never directly like I will give him that he was never he did a good job of like plausible deniability and and mm -hmm. muddy in the waters a little bit. He was never like directly implicated at for for dropping bags himself or anything like that. He was fired. I think Louisville maybe made that decision thinking like all these guys are going down. Like we got to get ahead of this. I don't know what what, but like Rick Pitino's looking around. He's like, I was the scapegoat. Mm -hmm. This is BS. How is this happening? And I think he might have a point, Tate. Yeah. Rick Pitino was the the classic example of it's too good to be true. He had a five-star recruit that was waiting in the whims that Adidas was like, do you want this kid? He's mm -hmm. good, apparently. And his name's Brian Bowen. And Rick Pitino went on radio. He was so shocked that it happened. He went on radio and said this is the easiest recruitment of his career. It turns out to be the downfall of his time at Louisville and ends everything. And he gets in the, you know all this muddied water. But you're talking about Shaw Miller. Shaw Miller's not going down because Bill Self's not going down. And I think that's like what the precedent is at this point, which is Kansas has already gotten this. Arizona, everyone's freaking out about Arizona. I mean, Bill Self has the same charge as Shaw Miller has about control, the, the head coach control mm -hmm. charge or whatever it is, the, the level one violation. But at the end of the day, we all know that Kansas is a blue bud, so therefore they are not going to be touched, quote-unquote. And Arizona, if anything, this this showed me that Arizona is in like the B level, right? They're not actually a blue lowercase, lowercase blue blood. Yes, exactly. <laughs> they're they're like tier tier B or like A yeah. A whatever you want to call it. And that's where they are. They're with NC State and the LSU, all the schools that are in there, Creighton, all the schools that are charged, like they're in that yeah. B level class. And they're saying, Well, Creighton's we, so you excited that you just like congratulations, Creighton. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they they all like had this moment of clarity where they're like wait a second we are in this game we're we're at y'all's table we're at the we're at the big table and the NCAA is like no you're not <laughs> but we'll give you a, a chair over here we'll give you a trial over here you know and you'll see what happens and like some will go well some will go bad Arizona I think they're going to hold strong the border regents is what matters we learned that mm -hmm. with Arizona throughout this whole thing it's all about their border regents they met on Monday after all this stuff came out they obviously decided that Sean Miller is still their head coach. Why would you make a big change, especially in a pandemic? Mm -hmm. There's not going to be some you know gavel that comes down and it's over and, and Sean Miller's out, at least as far as we can tell right now. The only way that that happens, it's, I think, is if like he literally blatantly pays somebody again and it comes. I mean, it has to be like a re... Uh, he has to almost have to do the sin again, right? It's like he's yeah, already got two yeah. strikes, and if he yeah. does something else, it's strike three and he's out. It's it's just so staggering to uh to to think about like if if all of what's happening right now happens twenty years ago in college basketball ten years guys, ago two thousand seven ten years it, ago yeah, yeah you're done God for God's sakes that's what happened to Kelvin Sampson exactly. in two thousand eight way Kelvin less. Sampson was fired like imagine the Kelvin Sampson thing happens in twenty twenty first of all what he was uh what, what what he had done at Indiana is now legal like he yeah. his phone calls whatever like they they've since changed the rules but whatever he he was breaking the rules like I'm not saying he was an innocent guy. But the whole uh, he was the Patino of last decade. He was the yeah. scapegoat. But the whole response they fired the guy in the middle of a season. Tate, like, can you yeah. imagine? Like, no one, no coach is getting fired in the middle of the season now. When, when it, no coach is even getting fired in the off season. Yeah. Like the, every single every single time a scandal comes up, every single time something off court happens, uh, it's a wait and see approach. Which, like, you know, listen, innocent until proven guilty. I get all that. Mm -hmm. It's just staggering to think about where we were because, like, it used to be. Just, I mean, back in the day, if the FBI flowchart comes out, the the moment a name is mentioned, it could have been 
Coach K. You could have been like, Coach K's name is like on page 736 of this FBI report. Mm. And Duke's like, you're gone. Get out of here. Yeah, Done. Yeah, we, we can't yeah. we can't risk it. And mm -hmm. now it's like the exact opposite. It's like Will Wade's entire <laughs> life story is in the FBI reports. And LSU is like, uh, you can't they've, prove it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They've decided to double down. And I think from the media aspect of it, if we talk about the Yahoo team, the, the investigative reporting in college basketball scene that really popped off, I feel like, you know, 2010, 2011, when everyone was really going in on everybody, trying to find like Nevin Shapiro at Miami comes to yep. mind. Yep. That whole story, like uh, obviously the tattoos at Ohio State, that was another Tattoo one. Like, Bruce, every Bruce Pearl in 2011 at Tennessee. I, I would say like, yeah. honestly, if I think about it, Bruce Pearl is probably the last coach that comes to mind who was fired for not on-court stuff. Like, mm -hmm. honestly, that like, like a big-name guy I'm talking about. Like, mm -hmm. a big-name mm -hmm. that that had a team that that ha had a program that could, in your head, theoretically win a national championship, but that guy is the coach. Bruce Pearl, 2000, it was 2011, right? Because mm -hmm. it was the Aaron Kraft barbecue. Yeah, he was fired from Tennessee in 2011. I guess maybe you could argue Ben Halland in 2013. He was kind of fire it was like a combination of on court but like there's a lot of off court stuff but, but, but like that, coaches coaches don't get fired for off court stuff anymore unless it's like uh, yeah i i don't even know i can't even remember the last big name guy that was like winning games i mean for god's sakes like the greg marshall thing's another example if that happens in you know and, and i know they're doing an internal investigation he very well may lose his job and probably will but um again if that happens <laughs> you know 10 mm -hmm. years ago 15 years ago whatever it's like done get him out of here yeah, oh. it, it, it's kind of one of those things where like the the human brain, not to get too philosophical here, but like the, the human mind has to believe it's possible for you to be able to attain it, you know, mm -hmm. and it's like no one ever ran a four minute mile until someone did it. And then like since then, 1600 people have ran less than a four minute mile. Mm -hmm. You know, what I mean, once your brain can think that's possible, you can do that. So I think in college basketball, there was a time that people didn't know that you could just pivot and say, we're going to do an internal investigation. And now that like that big brain move, you know, yeah. like to put it in your verbiage, like that, that idea that we can, uh, North Carolina is Roger Bannister. Is <laughs> yeah, exactly. <over> <laughs> yeah. exactly. In the four minute mile. Yeah, exactly. Like they big brain the whole situation where they're like, we'll deal with this. We'll objectively handle it. Yeah. And don't you worry, we'll come back and we'll give you those facts. Yeah. And they did a, a smooth enough of a job to, for it to seem that way. And I think that's where we are in college basketball. And, and you mentioned like Bruce Pearl, Bruce Pearl is in this situation i mean chuck uh, person is the one who gets you know implicated he's the book richardson of auburn basically but at the end of the day it's the, it's the same thing where like these guys are all in they're all in the game right they all know the game bruce they're pearl. all playing the game bruce pearl's playing bruce the pearl game. is an all-time he's a mount rushmore college basketball snake and the guy <laughs> refuses to die and it just like it just speaks to the the times we're in it's amazing it's how can you not love this how can you not love college bat i don't understand it i i don't I, understand it. i have the headline that's going to get you and this is my new fab everyone you know since cow since the first fab five in the 90s right with michigan everyone's like been trying to find a new fab five every year like people will try to take a recruiting class or whatever but i have college basketball is not about the players we know this is about the coaches so i have a new fab five and and basically it starts with the p thamel headline which is amazing ncaa giving coaches 42 million reasons to cheat and if you look at it since since the three years that the first fbi meeting the five coaches sean miller Kansas's Bill Self, Auburn's Bruce Pearl, LSU's Will Wade, and Cal State Northridge's Mark Gottfried have made $42 million. And that is the new Fab Five. Those That's Fab, the fab Coaches. Five. That's the Fab Five. 
Keep an eye on those guys. We, uh, they are the true stars. That is who I am watching. That's what I'm locked in on. I want to say this right now. For our program, we are th- those are the Infinity Stones. We are Thanos. <laughs> we, we want all five guys to come on our program. Yes. To come yes. on the show. We want to That's talk facts. We just want to collect stones. Teach us and, your ways. If we can get those five on the program, Tate, yes. we will own the world. We will own all of college basketball. It starts with you, Godfather. It starts it with Godfrey. It has to be the Godfather. It has to be the Godfather. But that, oh that's my it. God. Th- those are the guys. They've made forty-two million dollars since the scandal broke. So, well, anyway, uh, the takeaway points: uh, Arizona is going to force Missouri their way out of this. Yes. Uh, I, yes. It, I don't know. I don't. Yeah. At this point, I don't even really remember what force majeure means. But I love it. I love force majeure. So yeah. Much. Just keep. We, just keep doing it. That's it's. It's one of those things. Once you believe a, you can force majeure yep. your way out of any situation, <laughs> you can. Just say that. Announce over that. by a cop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're swear Purdue Pete should have forced Missouri his way out of it. <laughs> Man, we'll talk about that later. I, I know, I know you want to get into that. <laughs> I, uh, but yeah, we are. Uh, uh, listen, NCAA, Arizona, <laughs> and whatever. If you guys are looking for unbiased analysis, unbiased ruling, unbiased uh, judges, Tate and I, we are force majeure experts. Mm-hmm. Uh, we we are more than happy to lend our services to this case because we we legitimately think the whole thing is a clown show, and uh, you're all equally stupid, and mm-hmm. we love it. And uh, we, we have no biases. If, if we were in Billy Madison and we looked over and we're like Sean Miller, like safe, not safe, like he's safe. You know what I mean? So if you're if you're an Arizona fan right now, he's safe. I really I don't want Sean Miller to get fired. Are you crazy? No. Are you crazy? I need that's, Sean Miller. We need Sean Miller. That's the yeah. thing. Like we, he's the Jalen Rose of them. of these coaches. Like we need yeah. him to be the we're, star. Like if it, we we are the dog barking at the mail truck. Like if we mm. if Sean Miller and Will Wade and Mark Godfrey and all these guys and Rick Pitino, if they're all out of college basketball, like what we have no show. So like we, <laughs> yeah. we like complaining about them and calling yeah. them, you know, bag dryer, all that kind of stuff, but. The moment like something's actually done about that, you and I look at each other like, "Shit, what have we done?" No, I mean, you you, you know what I've said to you off the air plenty of times. When Coach K goes, I go. I mean, yeah. I <laughs> that, that's the only person I have. Oh, yeah. But in the meantime, in the meantime, we got to collect those infinity stones. <laughs> let's get the let's get the Fab Five uh, on the show. Um, all right, other college basketball news: the mm. uh, Orlando bubble. So, uh, college, the college basketball world, and by that I mean Mickey Mouse, uh, ESPN. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they looked at what was happening with the NBA in Orlando. The bubble is it's working swimmingly. By the yeah. way, another round of applause for Adam Silver. I mean, what a job! Not enough could be said about the what job, job. That, that guy did. Um, just I don't know, amazing, <laughs> amazing. ESPN looked at how that bubble went. They're like, that went well. What if we did all of our events there, are such as the Jimmy V Classic, the Champions Classic, uh, others that, that aren't quite as prestigious as those two? Mm-hmm. So that was the plan for the longest time, Tate, was that there was going to be a, a college basketball bubble. A where, super bubble. A super yeah. bubble, where a lot of these tournaments are going on at once within that bubble. It is it is no longer happening. We've, we found out, I think it was Monday, was it, that they, uh, they basically canceled all. There were eight... MTEs, God, I hate that. Why, yeah. why, why do we call it that? Why did I just say that? Why did the, I? The, the best MTEs? person to hear say MTEs, as I heard him on the radio, is Coach K. And as he talks about the MTEs and the, the many MTEs that they want us to create, it's just, it just flows off the tongue. And he's, so, he hates them as much as we do. And it's like the first time I was like, I can relate, Coach K. What is an yeah. MTV? Who? <laughs> what, what is an MTV? What is an MTE? I don't even know yeah. anymore. And that's, uh, it, he's. He's in the sweet spot of uh, he. Everyone wants you have to have twenty seven games. So this is the whole problem, right? Mm-hmm. So this the, the Super Bowl is done, and now teams are scrambling to schedule. But first, we'll talk about yeah, Orlando's yeah. done. 
ESPN now. People have reached out to me and said, is college basketball happening when that news mm. came out? That was mm. the one concern I saw. It seemed like it blew up college basketball. College basketball is happening. We'll just say that on the record right now. Oh, yeah, okay. So, okay. Cool. Yeah, Okay. I'll, I'll take it. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, yeah, the, the bubble got blown up because, uh, from my understanding, the testing protocols could not be agreed upon. Agreed upon, um, yes. Which, like... I don't know. I, I don't want to bitch too much because I, I think ultimately it's not going to matter that much because I think if, if, if you close your eyes and you picture it's April Tate, um, mm. how do we feel about it? I think we don't care about like this moment in time of these mm. MTEs getting the bubble getting popped because there probably will be a national champion crown. It, it, I don't, I don't know how smoothly this season's going to go, but we will probably get a season in and that's really all we can ask for. Uh, and I think ultimately like, that's all that matters. Like all's well that ends well type thing. And if, if they, they make it to the finish line, then who cares? Even if it is like a MLB situation where like <laughs> you're two innings away from the finish line and then shit starts exploding and, and you're Indiana Jones with the, the boulder yeah. coming behind you and you're trying to just run through the jungle. And get the it's like, it like, let's just get out of here and see what All that matters is you get to the finish line. So I don't want to belabor this too much because I know ultimately it's not going to matter that much, but it is definitely very frustrating that, uh, it you know the, the tournament's canceled in March. We fast forward to it's almost November. A lot has changed. A lot of the government law, the, the laws of local government, state governments, whatever the mandates here and there, and some things are open and other things aren't. I get that it's like a fluid thing, but like, how did nobody see that this was going to be a problem? I mean, like this is all. I remember back in July we were talking about the idea of doing conference only basketball because like. The, the 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 hurdle was going to be these protocols falling in line of like you take a team like uh Baylor for example out of the Big 12 and like the Big 12 they want to do it one way where if uh I mean, I mean we're seeing that in football right now like the Big 10 has a very strict covid protocol like Wisconsin's testing positive and the guys that are positive are done for 3 weeks which a lot mm. of the other leagues are like I don't know Nick Saban tested positive he was on the sidelines like <laughs> in 4 days or 3 days whatever it was which you know maybe everyone has their own little thing and when you throw them together conflict arises how did nobody see this coming it is so frustrating that we got to this point but i i don't know who gives a damn i guess i don't know well you just said exactly what the ncaa has been thinking which is we don't care as long as they get to march and they get yeah. to our finish line when we can have our big tournament to make money that we lost last year and they basically have passed their problems onto the conferences the conferences have to figure out their own protocols the conferences are not going to agree because they're all regionally you know, a lot of yeah. conferences spread are spread so far apart that there's like different reasons to have mm -hmm. different rules. It's never going to be a simple solution. But like you said, we all knew that was the case. So why did yeah, we? The, the, I, I understand why? that it's complex, <laughs> and I understand that it's like not easy, quote unquote. Yeah, yeah. But nothing has changed in that. Make regard. a phone call. Make a phone call. Yeah, like not a lot has changed about what we know. Uh, like uh, our our attitudes towards the virus, uh, all that kind of stuff has changed. I mean, the basketball part of this, like, how are we going to conduct? these basketball games with various protocols and with various local governments, all that kind of stuff. We knew that these would be problems in March. We knew that these would be problems in April. We've known all along and it feels like we're no closer to, to figuring it out. Um, that's a bummer. I don't it, know, but yeah. I, to, to me, the obvious thing to all along was like, you, you start, start with conference bubbles. I think like the plan should have been like in June, July, whatever it is, be like, we are only going to have – like, this is what football has done. We are only going to do conference ball. You're only – only conference plays conference, whether – it doesn't even have to be a bubble. It's just like conference only plays conference. So every single game that takes place is under the same protocol umbrella. That's it. And then as time passes, 
and we get into August, we get into September, and you start looking at the landscape of things. You start seeing how football is doing it and how that's kind of going, whatever. Then maybe we can add non-conference stuff. And they're like, hey, maybe we should try to throw this bubble. The, the exact opposite happened. They were like, let's do a full let's do a full season. Ah, shit, we can't. Ah, scramble, scramble, scramble. And now we're about to start and like – I, I don't know what's going to happen. I, I legitimately like don't even know like Ohio State's scheduled at all. Like I saw, mm-hmm. I, I saw that Ohio State's playing North Carolina. That, that news came out today, and I was mm-hmm. like, oh my god, are we playing North Carolina? I thought that, <laughs> yeah. I thought that I don't know what's going on. in Cleveland. Yeah, yeah. So, but it's 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 wild because like I, you know, it's all, all these. It's 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 impossible to keep up with. You, you see reports of like some conferences are considering a bubble. I saw Dan Gavitt came out and said uh, they're considering maybe an NCAA tournament bubble. And so you read these headlines and you're like, so is that the plan or are we just considering it? Are we doing and nothing is solved and we're tipping off in less than four weeks? Um, it's it's as Jeff Goodman keeps saying, this is going to be an absolute shit show. And uh, I don't know, but we are going to get a season, and I guess that's all that matters. We, we hope so. I mean, Coach K said it was going to be crazy challenges, and he basically, I listened to him explain the whole, you know, MTE, you know, situations. You can be in two MTEs, but then all these schools were panicking, and then they tried to plant their own MTEs. Now Duke's planning their own MTE. Like uh, San Diego State, now that they can't play down in Orlando, they say that they're going to form their own MTE and invite UCLA, who was also supposed to be down there. And it's just it's the wild wild west like it's a lot of people making yeah. independent decisions because uh, what we've all realized and i think what we all realized <laughs> probably you know depending on your age once you get to around 12 is that this this is a you know a setup where it's a large overhang over a bunch of independent operators right mm-hmm. you know it's like the banner is up there that says ncaa but everybody down here is doing their own version of it right and uh and i which think is, that which you know which is why i think like doing the conference thing would make sense. Would make sense because then you 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 eliminate all of these problems. That, that like was the ACC have, pitch. Uh, yeah, other yeah. other than the pitch about everyone making the tournament. Which well, no, I think I think the solution to that. I threw this idea out there. I, I don't think it's like the original pitch. I remember we did a show in July, and I was like, all right, let's bubble it up. And I said, uh, what if only one team from every conference made the tournament? And mm-hmm. that's that's kind of extreme. I don't know. It'd be actually pretty bad. I still think that would be awesome. I think that would make for like. I don't know. It would be it would I mean, be so cool. The ACC would be so, a bloodbath. It'd be yeah. a bloodbath. It'd be so cool. Like, <laughs> and Duke to, would somehow win, and Joey Baker would have thirty points. And yeah, like, to what? to have basketball work like football for just one year would have been insane. But we don't even need that. I think you could do like you could very easily do it. Like uh, uh, I I pitched this idea on Twitter that uh, uh kind of like the Champions League in Europe does it, where you kind of assess how good the conferences have been the last few years. Take like an average, whether it's like. I guess when did the American join? When did the American start? In like 2013, was it? 2013, 20, 2013 yeah. 14. Yeah, it was 13-14 season. Go back to then when the American started. Uh, take an average of however many bids in those that seven-year window or six-year window, whatever it ends up being. Average that out, and then that's how many bids the league gets. And then just play – you play yourself. You play conference only. Uh, and then, like, say the Big Ten gets six bids. I don't know what it is. Then whoever's the top six in the Big Ten, bam, you go to the NCAA tournament. Number seven, I'm sorry, you're out. And then just do it that <laughs> way. Like, I don't I don't know. That seems like – Too logical for them yeah. to actually put together. And then yeah. – because like, that's the, – the, the, the hurdle, the thing that's, like, frustrating for – or the, the, the hurdle to clear, the reason, like, people are turned off by an, a conference-only idea is, like, there's no, there's no comparison for the selection committee to say, you know, is is – Arizona State, who finished third in the Pac-12, are are they better than Georgia Tech, who finished yeah. <laughs> eighth yes. in the ACC? We don't know. Yeah. Like we we can't compare it. But then that that's the obvious get around from that is just like do it like that, and then maybe I, I don't know. 
it, it doesn't seem like it's that complicated to me, but um, yeah, I guess it that's is. what I was going <laughs> to say. I was like, that's where we are in college basketball. But again, uh, you know, you have to get to 27 games. That's the, that's what we're saying right now. That's, that's going to be the hurdle for everyone. And I think if anything, we're going to have so much drama this entire year mm. of people and coaches complaining about schedule. Oh yeah. The complaining is going to be through the roof. I'm yeah. So, that. so yeah, yeah <laughs> I'm ready to, I'm ready for that for, for our show's purposes. This is yeah, good that'd be great. A couple matchups we know are happening. ACC big 10 matchups came out today. Um, anything jump out to you there? Well, North Carolina's playing at Iowa, which mm-hmm. I think is a, a special game. It used to be the Marcus Page game. I think now it's going to be the Iowa upset game. That just seems like a nightmare for for that one. I like to see Illinois going to Cameron Indoor. I think that's going to be our first test to see if yep. Illinois is like a real national title contender. I just I just think that's a great go play in a real road game. It's a great mm-hmm. draw for Duke, obviously, to have that. Who else? Virginia. We got the, we got the Hauser Bowl, the yeah. Michigan yeah, State yeah. at Virginia. That's right. Um. Uh, I, I feel like those are the three big ones. Carolina at Iowa, Illinois at Duke, Michigan State at Virginia. NC uh, State at Michigan's like a sleeper one that I think will sleeper, be sleeper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a that's a game I would have been really interested in in 1988 or something. <laughs> but, I mean, uh, Ohio State at Notre Dame, Louisville at Wisconsin, Indiana at oh. Florida State. Uh, Indiana Florida State's going to be a good one. Yeah, it is. that's going to be it a is. good game. That's going to be a really good game. And that's then we a- have we oh we have Pitt at Northwestern. That's the mm. uh, the Coach K successor. Sure yeah, now. yeah. Who who will not get the Duke job? We gotta we gotta do a, <laughs> an update after that game of where, yeah, where the power, the power rankings. rankings. Yeah, saying. Um, also, the CBS Sports Classic is happening. Our alma maters are playing again. How did I not know this? I don't know. I just mm. wasn't paying that much attention. Mm. I guess, but uh, mm. that's happening too. Uh, I oh, think you're trying to bury that after last year. Yeah. You got your 25 point win. Yeah. You want that to live on forever. You're like, I don't need the other side of this. You're like, they're not actually gonna play. But they're going to play. Apparently. But they're going to play. Cleveland, December 19th. Uh, finally, the last scheduling note, and then we're going to take a break here in a second. Gonzaga, we have to give props to them. Mark Few, mm-hmm. uh, he is the uh, the big winner in the terms of uh, all the scheduling. People are going nuts about his scheduling prowess. So Gonzaga was supposed to be um, in the Jimmy V Classic in the bu- in one of those bubbles that was yep. going to happen in Orlando. Orlando, uh, yeah. They were supposed to play Tennessee. That doesn't happen. So now they are playing Kansas in Fort Myers, Florida, Tate, to open the season. Gonzaga versus Kansas. Amazing. They're also playing – they also have already scheduled Baylor. They're playing Baylor in Indy, which is could be a one-versus-two game very easily. Uh, they're playing Iowa in the Pentagon, which we talked to Duncan Robinson about uh, yep. the last show we did, and he said take the over in that one. Also could end up being a one-versus-two game. Those two teams are going to be very good. And then uh, apparently the Jimmy V Classic is still happening. It's just not going to happen in the bubble. So it might be in Indianapolis. They still might play Tennessee, who is expected to be very, very good. Maybe the SEC favorite. Mm-hmm. And if not the favorite, certainly second behind Kentucky. So uh, Gonzaga has a gauntlet lined up. And I guess Gonzaga, like, that's what they have That's what they have to do every year because, like, no one cares about Yeah, the they, they have to prove that they're a one seed. Yeah, yeah. I guess Gonzaga would be the big loser if we went to conference-only bubbles because I think St. Mary's is dog shit this year. Mm. So I think, like, I think Gonzaga, yeah. It would be tough. It would be a tough stretch for Gonzaga if they did conference all. Like they would go undefeated, and everyone would be like, "Give them a four seed," because yeah, I don't know. Anyway, it, it does seem like one of those things too, where this year Gonzaga was the team of destiny. I felt like as we go into this year, it does feel like Bark Few is due uh, at mm-hmm. some level. So the fact that they're willing to schedule all these games and play all these top teams says that they're uh, not only confident in what they have coming back, but they are down to saddle up and just go anywhere and play, which I think. Uh, 
you know, that is, it's not usually what you see from top programs. You know, the, once they become official blue blood, they'll start doing the Coach K thing where they're like, you could come play here yeah, come play, or, yeah. or we'll play yeah. in New York. Uh, but otherwise, yeah. Mrs. They got to win a national title first. And then when they do that, yeah. uh, I, I still think there are like programs that are scared to play Gonzaga, not because they'll lose, but because they're scared that losing at Gonzaga is still looked at as like a bad thing. It's not. Uh, but if they win a national title, then you don't have to worry about that. And then, then teams will be like, yeah, we'll play. Mm -hmm. Why not? And then it, we have nothing to lose because if we do lose, it's not that bad. If we win, oh my God, we just beat the defending champs at Gonzaga. Wow. All right, so we put it off long enough. We have to discuss Purdue Pete gets arrested for battery disorderly conduct at McDonald's in a parking lot. He is drunk as a skunk. He uh, is allegedly tried to run someone over with a car. It's brought great shame to a university that Neil Armstrong went to. I don't know if you're aware of this. Mm -hmm. Neil Armstrong went to Purdue. The John yep. Wooden went to. Yep. My mother went to. Yep. Has brought great shame to this university. <laughs> you, you've texted me like four times about this. You, I, you love this story. <laughs> I just think Laura Legend earmuffs, first and foremost. Uh, just, just don't listen to this because Purdue Pete, and this is not the Purdue Pete that you know and love. This is the, the millennial Purdue Pete. He doesn't give a shit. He can do whatever he wants. He's just like all over the place. He, he's had seven or eight beers watching the game. Then he's going out to the bar and then he's going to McDonald's and he's just acting a fool. And in my mind, I just envision Purdue Pete doing this. You know what I mean? I think that's why yeah. it was so funny to me because you just, you just picture think about him in the outfit. <laughs> yeah. If you missed the story, it was the guy who, it was a senior at Purdue. Uh, his name is Joseph Desmond, apparently, according to the, the fourth. The yeah, fourth. Uh, he is the Purdue Pete guy, I guess. He, he is on the, the spirit squad at Purdue. He, he wears the Purdue Pete. He's the mascot, yes. whatever. But yeah, the way all the stories are coming out, the headlines say that Purdue Pete did this. And uh, Purdue Pete is one of the most horrifying mascots that's ever existed. <laughs> Just looks like he looks like yeah. Chris Kramer if Chris Kramer like injected steroids into his forehead, like directly into his forehead. <laughs> so <laughs> it's terrifying. It's absolutely terrifying. So if you kind of just you know picture and envision the fact that one, there are no kids on campus, right? Usually, yeah. or like there's like college does not exist in its natural form. And then I'm reading through this, and then this is my favorite part that, that comes out in the report. This is from, you know, the spokeswoman for the uh, Purdue Athletic Department. She said, please note the spirit squad, including mascots, are on hiatus due to COVID-19. Mm -hmm. So then it added this whole another layer to this where I'm just like Purdue Pete's like washed out. He's like all depressed that he <laughs> yeah, yeah. do his duties. So he's just like he's shaking hammered. his fist at the yeah. Senate like I need <laughs> yeah. another stimulus bill. God damn it. Yeah, just like the whole the whole Purdue Pete like just became so real in my mind. And uh, it was like a Halloween town type yeah. moment where he it, like, it gave us life. It yeah. gave us canon for Purdue Pete. Like we, we, we don't know much about Purdue Pete. He just shows up to the basketball games and kind of takes that hammer around and just throws yeah. his hands up and says like we don't but who is purdue pete like where did he come from where is he going just and, shed some light on it and yeah. is he related to jeff jackson simpson because they do have great a lot question. of a lot of similar qualities did, that's, that's the million dollar question did this guy joseph desmond uh, uh -huh. when he was arrested and he was asked his name. Did he say Purdue Pete? Did he do the Jeff Jackson Simpson move and say, my name is Pete? And they're like, yeah. no, what's your first name? Uh, Purdue. Purdue. Your, your favorite <laughs> university, fingers crossed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that is funny. Like, do you think that he had any cachet? Because, like, it is true. Like, if you don't have the suit, you know what I mean? Like, how could you prove that you're Purdue Pete? Do they give you a card that says, yeah. like, I am Purdue Pete? It's probably not that, so. 
I was reading the article yeah. from the Purdue Exponent, which I think is the student newspaper. I think I don't know. Who cares? Um, they they it has to be right. Like why would it has you have to a be. Purdue? Why would you have a paper called the Purdue Exponent and not be students? He says that he so he he's he's refuted this idea that he ran someone over because he, or tried to run someone over because he said. His quote was in, the, in this article was he quote walked to McDonald's to get a burger <laughs> because he was drunk, <laughs> and then he allegedly claimed to have been golfing earlier in the day and to have been drunk all night. Yes, he, he hammered Again, uh, in your mind right now. This is Purdue Pete. Just think he, about. He reported having consumed seven beers while <laughs> golfing and then going to Harry's Chocolate Shop, very famous bar, Purdue, uh, around 11 p.m. Where he said he had approximately four mixed drinks, although he couldn't <laughs> remember exactly how much he had to drink. The document state. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's giving you like particulars and exact things. <laughs> he says, and now I don't want to be exact with that, but four. I was definitely four. <laughs> I just That's, like him having the hammer out, just like I, dude, I don't it know. produce an engineering so school, man. He's like reverse engineering. He's he's calculating in real time his ABV. He's like, officer, <laughs> I am not drunk because I had four. So my round took three and a half hours of golf. I had seven uh, beers on that. Yeah. And he's just doing all the math. And then, uh, so anyway, the officer takes him to the headquarters where we subjected him to three sobriety tests. Mm. all of which he failed so i love that idea is that they did one test and he failed it and they're like we're gonna give you another shot and he's like i, I got this he's like i am Purdue I failed it. <laughs> uh, give me another chance and he's like i need a third shot third time's the charm <laughs> do you think that this makes it, so. kids like want to be purdue p like this is a van wilder situation where like kids look up to this guy and they're like this i want point. to be I want to be him. You know, I want to be Purdue Pete, like his final, you know, send off his senior year. It's like, I'm just getting after it. Like That this- needs to be a, a move for a college. I don't know if Purdue is the college that should do it, but there needs to be a college where like the mascot is the Van Wilder guy. He's like mm-hmm. the biggest party animal. East um, Carolina. That's, that's it's it. like all the frats get together. You, you, you nominate one guy, you pledge mm-hmm. one guy. Is that how pledges were? I don't know how mm-hmm. frats were. You, you, you pick one guy, you say, this is our guy. This is our representative. You have like a big party off. You figure out who's like the biggest party animal, and then that guy gets to be the mascot at the football games and just be a complete degenerate on the sidelines. What could go wrong? West this Virginia, the idea. Mountaineer. There you go. That's the Mountaineer. Yeah, that's perfect. That is how that is how the Mountaineer process <laughs> works. All right, so I, I reached out to my mother. The last note on this: uh, yeah. my mom is a Purdue Hall of Fame legend. I'm not just saying that. You can go to Mackey Arena. Her picture is hanging up uh, on the Ring of Honor, the legends mm. of Purdue basketball. Uh, so she has some cachet around. West Lafayette. Um, she, I, I've been with her in Mac Arena where she walks in and she's, she's like, and the seas kind of part, and everyone's like, mm. oh, mm. come, come right this way, Laura. So I reached out to her for statement. How do you feel about this? How, what, uh, yep. you know, what's going through your head? Is this going to affect your Purdue Day of Giving contributions? <laughs> her, her statement is this: It's disappointing with an exclamation point. Wow. Think of all the little kids who look up to him. Exclamation yep. point. Will parents want their child's picture taken with him anymore? Great mm. question. Great question. Thinking about the kids. She says he's the face of the entire university, not just one sport. She wanted to bring mm. that up too. A lot of people are saying mm. he's just like the basketball guy. Not true. Face of the entire university. Mm. Uh, and, and then Neil Jeff, Armstrong for people that Neil forgot. Armstrong. Yeah. <laughs> he's the face of Neil Armstrong. <laughs> yeah. That, that is Neil Armstrong. It's based off his face. Neil, the uh, a lot of people don't know this. The American flag that was planted on the moon, it's actually invisible Dude. ink that fades over time. And when it fades, it turns into Purdue Pete's face. So uh Here, here's the pivot. Purdue Pete is dead. Kill him. He's done. <laughs> <laughs> here's the pivot. 
Neil Armstrong, and instead of, <laughs> instead of the hammer, whatever he has, the Thor hammer that Purdue Pete has, he has the American flag. American flag. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's the new mascot. The new mascot puts astronaut. on an astronaut uniform, and yes. he's Neil Armstrong. He just yes. runs around. <laughs> yes, that's it. Are you kidding me? I would go to Purdue. Do you think Robbie Hummel's coming up with that idea on his podcast? Absolutely no. not. <laughs> Robbie Hummel, top 40 under 40 by ass. <laughs> Got you a new mascot. Saved you from the PR battle of Purdue Pete. Get out of here. Get out of here. Get the hell out of here. Her her other statements, I guess he wears number zero zero for a reason. So I guess she was trying to make a commentary that that he's a zero. zero. Yeah. Yeah. Twice. That's some that's some good uh she doubled down on that. He's a double zero. That's some boomer humor from uh from Mrs. Titus there. And she finally says and, and some more humor. She keeps the jokes coming. She says, and what is he doing in a car? I thought he drove the Boilermaker special, which I guess is the name of yeah. like the train that mm. they yeah, do at Purdue. So, uh, but Boilermaker special, like that's a, that's a weird name. I don't know. I'm saying Purdue Pete is dead. I, I think, I think the whole, we got to kill it. I think the whole, I mean, the whole brand is dead. And I think Neil Armstrong as an astronaut at all the events, spiking the American flag <laughs> into the ground. That's pretty good. Are you like it's like the Seminole at the Dude. like he comes down like in a spaceship. They build like some little like floating spaceship type thing. He comes down, they drop him, he throws down the American flag. People in Indiana go crazy. And then it's like Purdue. This football. is a this is a genius idea. I love that. That he yeah. gets he gets lowered from the rafters. The eagle has landed. You know, it, it's like the it's like the Jetsons. Like he comes in <laughs> and, and they're like he's got a jetpack on. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> And like Elon Musk loves it. He's like at the games, like helping the engineering world. <laughs> Engineer a jetpack. This is a great idea. I, I I think every Purdue fan likes it too. I, I don't. Yeah, understand. I mean, use like, your who, resources. Yeah. Remind you. That's all they do anyways. Remind everybody that the Neil Armstrong went to Purdue. Let's just lean all the way into it. Make a yes. mascot. I Let's love own it. it. Let's own it. <laughs> Thoughts and prayers to Purdue Pete. Uh, <laughs> is he the only? The, the other question I had though too is: Is this guy the only Purdue Pete? Like, are we going to find out that there was like multiple Purdue Pete's? Because that was one thing I knew about Ohio State. Uh, 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 this is this is a true story, Tate. When I first mm. got to Ohio State, um, I my plan was after I quit being a manager, I, I was briefly a manager for the basketball team. I I was lied to about that. I've told that story a million times. Yeah. John Gross lied to me about what a manager would be. So I quit that. Uh, and then I'm like, I want to do something extracurricular. I don't know what, but like, I'm not going to join a club. I'm not going to join a fraternity. Like I need to do something. And, um, Daquan cook called me Brutus already because he, cause basically I was a white guy and I had like, Brutus has like a tan face. So mm-hmm. he's like Brutus. So he just <laughs> called me Brutus. And I was like, can, Wouldn't we just, it be hilarious? can we just point out Daquan <laughs> Cook, one of the greatest three-point shooters that you don't know, and oh, NCAA 07, he's a sniper. I just one of the greatest hangs of out. all time too. Like oh. if you're in a room with Daquan Cook, you are going to laugh your ass off. It's it he he is. I mean, he, yeah, the guy called me brood. It like yeah, I would walk in a room that, and be like that's just good. Brew, brew. <laughs> <laughs> that's just good. Um, so I decided, you know what would be funny is like if I just leaned into this and I tried out to be Brutus, I would be like the Brutus and like. Mike Conley and Greg Oden and Daquan Cook are like on the bench. My buddies are playing for the team and I'm sitting right next to them, but I'm in a mm. Brutus costume. <laughs> and I'm like talking shit it. to Greg during the games and all that. So that was my idea. And then I, I researched it and I started looking into it and come to find out there's like seven Brutuses. There's like mm. a, a million Brutuses on campus. I was like, that kind of steals the. It's the same with, bit, right? it's the same with Ramsey's uh, at North yeah. Carolina. Yeah. There, there's like four or five people that are yeah. the mascot. That's why I thought it was a little rude that they decided that this guy was the premier Purdue Pete. Yeah. yeah. Is there another Purdue Pete? And that guy's like, 
you know, he's, like he's like I'm ruined. He's I'm like, ruined I'm now. Like I go around, I tell people I'm Purdue Pete, and they're like, "Are you the one that was at the McDonald's?" He's like, "No." He's like, "No, it. I'm the sober I one. <laughs> I I don't drink." And now that guy's job's in jeopardy because we're about to to make the mascot Neil Armstrong, and he's not qualified to use a jetpack. No, so I mean Purdue to... Pete is dead. So R.I.P. Uh, <laughs> Purdue Pete. Uh, all right, let's wrap this thing up. Shout outs, closeouts. Oh man, let's go shout out number one for me because it is Full Circle Friday, but I didn't talk about really much Full Circle other than Sean Miller. So. Full circle, congratulations to Stan Van Gundy going back to JJ Reddick's team. Uh, I don't know why that would be my first shout out, but like it was a part of my full circle Friday whole idea. Uh, Daryl Morey is also on that list. So also shout out to Daryl Morey going to the Sixers where he put his predecessor and now he's there to be the master, I guess. I don't know how it works, but he's also full circle Friday being, you know, part of the process, the, you know, planning the process. And now he's there at the end of it, you know, figuring it out. So, Stan Van Gunny, Daryl Morey, NBA full circle moments. Shout out to also the NBA. The NBA in general is going full circle by starting their season in like two weeks. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It feels like. Uh, how about how about Danny stopped. Green just said I'm not going to be there. I mean, that's that's what I like to call veteran yeah. moves. That's just a uh, no. That's going to be a no for me, dog. Yeah, as as he shouldn't. That's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> I don't like. I, I get, if you want if you want to preserve the Christmas game, mm. they should just do like one exhibition where I'm, I'm fleshing this idea out. I mean, let the Nets play who we've never seen. Like, let like this. the Brooklyn Nets play let, the Warriors. Let the Nets the, play the Warriors on Christmas. So the Christmas Day game should be like the uh, uh, the Winter Classic with NHL, where it's like a prestigious thing. Like, like it's I, outside. I, yeah. Don't think. Yeah, it's outside. <laughs> don't they give a trophy for the Winter Classic? Like, isn't winning the Winter Classic like considered like? It's like the Champions Classic. Yeah. Yeah. So what if it's just instead of starting the season early so you can do the Winter or the Christmas thing, just pick two teams that didn't go to the bubble. Obviously, the Warriors would be one of them. Mm. I don't know. Pick another one. Uh, the Nets. The, yeah. they, they went to the bubble, but we're picking them. The anyway. Hornets? The, no. You don't want too the much Hornets pre- to play too much, too, much, too, much too much pressure. Too much pressure. Just have them play like one exhibition game. Hype it up. Or, or doesn't yeah. it could be a team that lost early in the bubble. What, have it be the Suns. Have it be the Suns. They went Suns. 8-0. They didn't make the playoffs. Suns Bam. Warriors. Suns yeah. Warriors on Christmas Day. Just Dang. one exhibition game. That's it. And then the season doesn't start till February. Like it's wow. just one exhibition game. And then we start a tradition moving forward, Tate, where every Christmas you could still have the slate of like five games or whatever it is on Christmas, but we designate one as like the game that, that we mm. hand out the trophy. Because mm. the NBA is trying to toy with like midseason tournaments and all that shit anyway. Like make the Christmas thing like a, a yeah. thing where it's like, I don't know. You get so I don't know. The NBA makes it up as they go. Yeah, winter winter classic or whatever. When, you when, the, <laughs> when you win the Christmas game, you get to be no. It, here here it is. Something. Instead of winter, it's just winter classic. Winter winter yeah. the winter classic. <laughs> yeah, they just yeah we just switched it up. It's easy. I want to give a shout out to Mike Anderson, head coach of your mm. St. John's Red Storm. Uh, he he was getting interviewed. He was asked about the uh, about St. John's being picked ninth in the big East this year. That is what the people, mm. I don't know who's voting on these things, but that's what is, uh, is expected of St. John's. They're, they're supposed to finish ninth in an 11 team conference. He mm. was asked about it. His quote was tape. I think I was my wife's third choice and I didn't turn out that bad. Mm. So uh, shout out to Mike Anderson for that, for being his wife's third choice and uh, perseverance. We, we know about Frank Martin's story. Wasn't Frank Martin, the one that like did the press conference where he's like, I basically was Pepe Le Pew just harassing yeah, the shit yeah. out of my wife. I, I kept asking. I kept asking. And she was like, please leave me alone. I did yeah, not want to yeah. talk to you. And then eventually she said yes. And, and you're like, like, this is a very fine line between romantic <laughs> and just absolutely yeah. psychotic. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's like this pursuit seems 
A little much, Frank. So shout out to college basketball coaches telling us that they are psychopaths with their dated lives and, and their pursuit of women. Uh, it, we... it, <laughs> just as I'm thinking about that, my favorite version of that was uh, Tom Thibodeau was on Bill's podcast and he was talking about basketball and he was like talking about his girlfriend and, uh, you know, he's like telling his story. And then at one point he like stops talking about his girlfriend and Bill's like, what, what, what happened with that? He was like, uh, I married basketball. So I... <laughs> <laughs> And I was like, that's pretty much the answer. You know what I mean? Like that's, that's I'm married that's, to the game. Yeah. I, just, <laughs> I made a choice. I'm married to the game. It's good. So good. Shout out big blue nation. Kentucky oh, yeah. faithful. We got a couple of Kentucky headlines. Number one, Olivier star is eligible. Thoughts and prayers to Bruce Pearl, who mm. uh, may or may not have been the sec coach that was trying to block his eligibility. But, uh, we now have word that Olivier Saar and Jacob Toppin, brother yep. of Obi Toppin, who is yep. a name you might recognize if you're into college basketball, his brother, was at Rhode Island, just transferred to Kentucky. Mm. He is also eligible. So uh, Kentucky has that rolling. They also take a uh, friend of the program, Sky mm. Clark, who we introduced to America. No one knew who this kid was before he came on our <laughs> He was a three-star. If I, is that true? He was a three-star recruit before he came yes, on our show? Yes, and then he was yes. a five-star? And then he jumped up to a five-star, yeah. So John Calipari was listening to the interview. He offered Sky Clark a scholarship. <laughs> he was like, I like and, this kid's moxie. Yeah. <laughs> TNT bump. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he officially announced his decision. He is going to Kentucky for a second there. People thought he, he might be a North Carolina guy. As it turns out, not the case. He's going to be a wildcat. Not only did we think that there were some people in North Carolina circles that had been, you know, there was some, some remarks that were made that he had committed to North Carolina. So mm-hmm. we, we love to hear that sky made his decision. He went with Kentucky we now have Peyton Watson, who went to a blue blood at UCLA. We have Sky Clark, blue blood, Kentucky. Who's next? Who will get, who will get the next Step blue right blood up. opportunity? Yeah, come come right on, Titus and Tate. We are here, and uh, we're ready to go. Uh, speaking of shout-outs, shout-out to Corey Seager. Uh, mm, I just, I'm mm-hmm. going to pivot to baseball, but the Dodgers. Uh, I thought Mookie Bex was going to win uh, MVP. Our Dodgers. Yeah, our Dodgers. Our hometown Dodgers. Yeah, yeah. Title Town. That's where we live. Uh, <laughs> suck it. You know what I mean? Uh, but no, that's it. That's it. The Dodgers win. Corey Seager from Charlotte, North Carolina. Kid that yep. I, you know, watched his brother Kyle play at North Carolina. Corey mm-hmm. used to be at the games, and they were always like, that kid's going to be nasty. And it's, you know, you hear that a lot as you grow up. You hear like every single person that knows somebody say that kid's going to be the next, you know, whatever. And Corey actually lived up to that billing and more. And uh, yeah, World Series MVP, Dodgers win, great for baseball. And uh, I do so- have a soft, I do have a soft spot for the Dodgers. Uh, and I probably shouldn't because. They, they they fit the mold of a team that you should hate. They're from a major market on, mm-hmm. you know, like LA. They're blue collar though. So yeah. No. But, and they throw a ton of money. They're basically the West Coast Yankees. I mean, they just like mm. buy everybody and throw a ton of money at it. And, um, mm. but yeah, I don't know. They, I, it, they've endeared themselves to me somehow. Mm. Guys like Corey Seager, I guess. And then Justin Turner like blew the whole thing up when he, <laughs> with his antics after the, uh, yeah. you know, what's so funny is like, I, after they won, I didn't watch any of the celebration. Like, so I didn't watch the owner talk, which apparently was like this weird thing. And then I like turned, flipped back over, saw Rob Manfred have like a, a, a crazy moment where he couldn't really speak on the air. He shook because like everyone's booing him. And he's like, I thought they loved me. And yeah. Like, he's what? like, wait, why, would wait they a love, second. why would anybody love you? Rob? He was like, I just gave the Dodgers the title. Why is everyone yeah. not cheering me on? I don't get this. So it was like all of that stuff. I kind of like tuned out on and Then I came back the next day and there was nothing about like the world series title. So that's the no. only unfortunate part for the Dodgers, yeah. but yeah. you know, that's how it goes. Yeah. I, I was cheering for Kershaw too. I think, uh, he, he deserved a moment in the sun. He deserved to, uh, yeah. take it on time. So 
Congrats mm. to them. Although uh, the, it, the Rays, the Rays had a couple guys from Indiana on the team that I like. Kier Myers from Munster, I want to say Indiana. He's a he's a Hoosier, the center nice. fielder for Tampa. So once I found that out, I was like, ah, this is tough. I don't know, but I still, you know, it, I, still don't like you th- I like to think there's like this weird, or I guess I mean it's like a new phenomenon, but it's like these ace pitchers they go like Justin Verlander was the first one like 2017. He goes and like gets like the monkey off his back, and then it was like mm-hmm. last year Strasburg did that, and everyone's like, see, Strasburg is for real. And then this year it's like Clayton Kershaw gets his World Series title. It's very old school like NBA, where it's like yeah. you got your title to kind of like check the the final box for you. And, yeah, it's uh, it's an NBA thought process. The rings yeah. culture has taken over in baseball. Uh, yeah, like Mike Trout is the the guy now, right? I mean, he's kind of been the guy already. I, I but Kershaw choking in the playoffs so often, I felt like he might have been mm-hmm. above Trout. But now it's got to be Mike Trout. Mike Trout, all all eyes on Mike Trout. We got to be Aaron Judge and Gr yeah. John Collar Stanton, like those two guys together yeah. in New York, and like the yeah, it's it's a very interesting thing. So just um, final shout out I have uh, Sylvia De Sosa left Kansas. We found out that uh, he 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 is no longer going to be a Kansas Jayhawk. And then I just, I just saw news. Uh, was it yesterday, today, something like that? Uh, he's, he's apparently being charged with aggravated battery, which is not what you want. But uh, I just wanted to pour one out for the Sylvia de Sosa era at Kansas, which uh, um, was boy, was it an eventful one uh, between the, the, the Sylvia de Sosa mystery we had early on in his career. <laughs> mm-hmm. it, it, it was bookended by that at the start where is, are we ever going to see this guy play? We finally see him play. And then, some of the lasting images we have of him is picking up a chair over his head, setting it back down and then being suspended for, as it turns out, like the rest of his career <laughs> and, and, and teaching us about memes. You know what I yeah. mean? He taught us that the picture, you know, can tell a thousand it's, words and a lot of them can right. be false. And I think that was like the most damning thing for him. That picture got circulated around. We, you and I make fun of that picture as a joke, but it also did. It did, we, it did not do wonders for him. We we dropped the ball when the uh, Kim Kardashian meme was happening, you know, mm. where she tweeted the, like, I invited my friends to the private island and th- we yeah, quarantined, yeah, whatever that yeah, copy yeah. was for that meme. <laughs> yeah. and people were copying and pasting it. Yeah. We should have done the Soviet Sosa picture. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what those words? We still can. Who I guess cares? we still can. <laughs> yeah, I don't care. That should be our bit. Is like we're, like, a week and a half late to everything. <laughs> we, take, we take the meme and then we just put the Sosa's picture. Yeah, whatever <laughs> Is the, the yeah. make the, the make the association the <laughs> how, it started, how, it's going. how it started how it's going make how it started the Sean Miller sweating picture yep how it's going so <laughs> that's it that's it we'll yeah mean. it is because we'll the, the Sean Miller sweating thing was uh, live look live we, look was live look that was we beat that into the ground uh yeah. maybe it's time to now pivot to uh sylvia de sosa where no matter what the meme is we find a way to tweet that picture mm-hmm. and and, <laughs> yeah. and, and just say 2020 and everyone's like and then watch man, the followers just dwindle and every, everybody's like i do not get this bit at yeah, all I yeah. don't these memes uh, are not hitting <laughs> Pat uh, Dowdy's texted us and he's like, yeah. I got I got some ideas on how to yeah. spice these memes. I got some strat for you guys. Give me five. <laughs> uh is that it? Happy Halloween, everybody. Yeah. Um, have a safe Halloween out there. Do you have any costumes, Tate? You got any no. plans and sort of I I, I, I am inside. I'm putting candy outside Same. for the kids and uh, I'm staying inside. But we're gonna watch football on Sunday. So yeah, we're gonna watch football uh, yeah. together. I'm gonna put a sign out on Halloween. Yeah, put put the candy out, put a sign that says don't be an asshole, just take one, and then check you check on that bowl five minutes later and all your candy's gone. gone. Yeah. And it's gone. <laughs> Yeah, that's the move. Uh, what, what is the what is the Halloween going to be, or what is the costume going to be? Uh, that or should we call call our shot for like the Instagram, like oh, the, Instagram, the what number one wearing? costume? It's going to be yeah. Tiger King, right? Yeah, 
Yeah, it's gonna I be mean, George honestly, Zach. I think people forgot about Tiger King. I, yeah, I think it's been it, so long, man. Maybe, like... I feel like people dressed up like Tiger King, like in the moment, because they're like, "This yeah. is fun." I don't. I feel like coronavirus is gonna get like a coronavirus. Lot of yeah, yeah, a lot of like the yeah. ma- the mask play on words of like yeah. wear a mask. I'm wearing a mask. Someone may be Jim uh, Carrey from the mask as like yeah a, yeah a, like two layers. It's, deep. it's yeah. putting a hat on a hat, and you're like, yeah. dude, you're doing too much. There's somebody yeah. out there right now that's like really racking their brain trying to figure out how to tie the election and COVID. Yeah. and tiger king all together and they're mm-hmm. like god there's got to be a way mm-hmm. and they're just like yeah tiger, Charlie king, and tiger king for president and they have a maga hat on there you go that's, <laughs> yeah. uh, they just tied it up and everyone's it's, like Wait. it's it's joe exotic and it's joe biden but he's like it's, <laughs> <that's Joe Exotic." laughs> and he's got like the and he's got yeah. a yeah, I don't, I don't it's yeah. and he's and he's walking a tiger with the mask i don't know uh we'll figure it out but <laughs> I, I do know this one thing i do know that's going to happen is our buddy jim cunningham is going to dress up he is mm. not going to leave his house He's going to take a bunch of pictures of himself and he's going to post them on a social yep. media account. So I'm excited to see that. Uh, what, what, what is, what is yeah. Jim going to do there? That is, that is one no, thing I, I enjoy every Halloween. He, he will do that, but he also will give you the TBTs from his past Halloweens, like his mm. hits as if you've yeah. just been waiting on them. Like you're getting like, you know, a Frank Sinatra remastered album uh, from the past. <laughs> Here's me like, as Nick Cage from Con Air. And you're like, yep. that's hilarious. Jim. Yeah, Good job. Jim, you Here's me as Osimo uh, from South Park. <laughs> oh, amazing, Jim. That's a great one. <laughs> and he scrolled through and then he's like he's like oh yeah i was austin powers one time it was funny back then. you have to yeah, you have to trust yeah, me it was funny yeah. at the time he's like you've never seen the movie so you wouldn't get the joke but it's really good for the people that actually have culture and taste uh, it's really good it's really good <laughs> god damn it uh all right that's the show happy halloween everybody college basketball Woo. is back we Woo. are we are uh some programming notes we are rolling out previews mm. uh here in a about a week i want to say maybe a little yeah. longer like we're, we're after the election we're, we're letting that happen yeah, yeah, and, then and then we're locking in for college basketball and then we're and then we're gonna roll out previews but uh for the most part tell your friends man titus and tater back just like don't you know if for all of you that have been listening during uh the off season um you don't even have to tell them that we were doing shows in the off season, but just tell your friends just be like yeah titus did they took it they took seven months off they're back now they're, yeah you guys you guys yeah. should check it out because yeah, uh, it's, it's one-shotty on, podcast yeah it's one shotty podcast about it. yeah and then your friend's like i didn't know they were back at the ringer is that <laughs> yeah. wow the bag <laughs> boys <laughs> so yeah we're we're, we're we're locked in on college basketball we're excited that's uh that's that so uh we will see you guys next week Peace.